Welcome to... Listening to Building Success Habits on the number one global business talk and news network on the internet, IBGR, International Business Growth Radio, the world of business at your fingertips. I'm Donna Cundy, business coach and trainer, and I'm here with. I am Landina Cruz, resilience and business coach, and we are your hosts for today's show. This is episode number 17. Believe everything, every problem has a creative solution. Oh, I love that topic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Believe every problem has a creative solution. Where do we go with something like this? Is, is that, do you, do you really believe that's true? I do, I do. Uh, because everything, there isn't anything in this world that doesn't have a solution. The only time we don't have a solution is when we give up and say, okay, that's it. I can't, you know, and we quit. But yeah. if you keep on thinking of it and thinking and thinking, you will come up with a solution. Yeah. That's kind of like the, what is it? The, the, not the law of relativity, but the law of opposites. If one exists, the other has to exist too. If Absolutely. there's a problem, there has to be a solution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you, do you want to kick us off with our, our quote? for today or no let me, i'll do the how about if i do the quote yeah go ahead go for it. <laughs> our our focus quote if you will it's kind of our signature and today is by christian d larson believe in yourself and all that you are know that there is something inside that is greater than any obstacle well, well doesn't that just speak to this idea that there is a solution because it's inside of us according to christian yeah and not only christian but it's just the way we're created. We're created to solve problems. We're solve uh, problem solvers. Yeah. Um, you can see it from the moment that we're born. You know, you can see it from the beginning of time. You can see it from the, the plant, anything that's of um, nature. They don't give up. They'll break through the ground in order to grow. Yeah, through the concrete, no less. Like, have you ever seen that? <laughs> it's crazy that they, they literally, yeah, go, go break through, break through, like a tree will break mm -hmm. the concrete in order yeah. to, to grow and, and break through. Yeah, that's a really the, good point. Yeah, but the only ones that give up is, is humans because we, we have that free will of either pursuing something or giving up. You know, it's our choice. And you know, <laughs> we always go for <laughs> Yeah, we go for the things that are comfortable because we don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But, you know, life is about choices. And, you know, the words uh, react active and active are both made exactly of the same letters the only difference between the two is where they place the C. with every question we have uh, a choice to be to receive or, or be reactive to be creative or be reactive wow that's what, what, do, you what do you think about that yeah uh, you know as you were saying that reactive and creative they're the same. We do a lot of those plays on words. At least I, I, I mm -hmm. like to, to, to really play on them. You know, when we talk about any, um, like, um, I can't think of any of them <laughs> right now, but this one <laughs> reactive and creative, it, it, it depends on just how we rearrange our thinking as to whether or not we're going to react to a problem or, or, or find a creative solution. 
And that really, yeah. that really is the choice. But sometimes I think the problem can be so big that I know for me personally, so it would send me for a tailspin and I do get into that reactive mode because that's my, that's my habit. Or if it is a particular trigger in where I'm, I'm having a trouble that re reactive is there. But as we, we can stay, if we start off in reactive, that doesn't mean we have to stay in reactive. We can move over to creative anytime we want to and start thinking of possibilities on how to solve the problem, how to move forward. And also reactive is our, our basic instinct, our survival mode is kicking in. Yeah. Um, you know, because we are made to survive and we're either going to do it intentionally or we're going to react to whatever's going on in, uh, um, in our environment. Um, yeah. But when we become aware of it, um, it's easier to remain in the yeah. creative mode. Like sometimes when you know, like I'll call it like my mind is fragmented because there's stuff all over. <laughs> but once I recognize that I can bring myself back to center, mm -hmm. you know, and then from there you can become um, yeah. uh, creative. You have yeah. creativity, and um, is a ch uh, cre creativity is a change is changing the question for um, is there an answer to what is the answer? I find that if I say is there an answer, like you're questioning it, and yeah. you're not going to find one. Yeah, but you're doubting that there even could be one. Yeah, so why even think, right? <laughs> yeah, just give up right now. Just <laughs> take your ball and go home. <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, um, don't do that. That's not what we're really saying. <laughs> but when you said, what is, um, what is the answer? And you keep asking, what is the answer? What is the answer? Your brain is going to start looking. Okay, well, let's, what is the answer? Let's keep searching. And yeah. you keep searching and actually... When you think of what is the answer, it's energetic. Mm -hmm. But when you think about, is there an answer? It's like it, it takes your drains, your energy. It's yeah. heavier. It goes back to the psycho-cybernetics, the servo mechanism too. If we say, mm -hmm. is there an answer? Our servo mechanism won't activate. Exactly. Because it's like, yeah. well, well, I don't know. It gets confused. But if we say, what is the answer? Then our servo mechanism will start scanning our environment and it will start scanning our memory banks until mm -hmm. it finds the answer. Because it, it, the what is the answer, it makes it more like that computer process where it's going to just keep searching and searching and searching until you find it. It might be in the middle of the night. Be sure to keep a, a night a notepad notepad <laughs> next to your nightstand so that you can capture the answer whenever it comes. But but I think that's the really the big thing is, is there an answer to what is an answer? You're activating your servo mechanism when you say, what is the answer? Creativity takes time, patience, and experimentation. You have to enter into the process of believing that there is an answer because belief drives behavior. You might've heard us say that before. We say it quite often here. What, what, it, whether we believe it can happen or we be believe it can't happen, either way it's true, we'll make it true. And if we, if we're out there in this belief that yes, there is uh, an answer, we're going to keep experimenting with it. And once again, bringing Maxwell Malk's 
into the picture with psychocybernetics, you're you're going to keep searching until you find it. What are your uh, thoughts? I I believe that a hundred percent, and also that's why it's so important important to to visualize. Oh yes, um, you know because. You could have something that happened to you when you were a child and you think about it and your brain sees it and it thinks it's really happening. Mm -hmm. Or you can imagine your future um, with clarity, with possibility and with that there are answers and your mind will start thinking that way and your spirit gets lifted, your energy gets ignited because your brain does not know the difference between what already happened in the past and what you're creating in your mind now. Yeah. I like to, I like that idea of the theater of the mind. Mm -hmm. If you've ever thought of, of those, your vision or your thoughts as a, as a, as a theater. And I, when I talk to my coaching clients, sometimes we'll take them through an exercise where they're actually closing their eyes and they're visualizing that they're in a movie theater and it's one of those movie theaters that has multiple screens. So like, you know, the, the local one around here has 16 different screens yeah. that you can go to. And what I tell them is to, to go into one of the theaters and let it play on the screen in front of them what they're thinking, what is, whatever their, their struggle is right now, whatever it is that they can't think of. And then I ask him to describe it. You know, is it a horror movie? Is it a drama? <laughs> what type of movie is showing in front of them? And then I tell him, guess what? You're in a movie theater in a seat. You can get up and go to any theater you want to. What movie do you want? What type of movie do you want this to be? Let's get up and go and find that in one of the other the, the other theaters that's playing. If you got 16 to choose from and you're in a horror movie, well, go find a comedy. <laughs> go find a love story. Go find... Mm -hmm. Go f find the movie. And it's all imagery right now. We're talking about metaphor, obviously. But when we think in this way and we do, do this with the metaphor, it's a really powerful exercise. You're not stuck. You're not glued to the seat of the movie theater that your mind is playing in. You can, you can get up and go anywhere you want. Yeah. And the more you practice this, and, and this is what our, our clients um, eventually get to understand, because when they first hear it, it's like out of this world. It's like, what do you mean in a theater watching a movie? You know, mm -hmm. it's different. But when you, they can really wrap their hands around it and, and think of, yeah, like you said, Donna, you're in a movie theater, what are you seeing in the screen? And that would be whatever you're thinking in your mind right now. Yes. And you can always change the dial. You can always, yeah. uh, you know, get up and take a walk, splash some water in your face, come back and start looking at a different picture. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the first time that was explained to me, it was such an aha. Cause I would mm -hmm. thought, I, I thought it was just one movie theater, like, you know, and, and that I didn't have a choice that I, I was stuck there just watching it replay over and over and over again. But I can, I can get up and be creative as much as I want versus recreating the same one in the theater. You can make your movie theater as many different rooms as you want. You can you can keep getting up and, and go into a different one and go into a different one. And so the process of believing believing there is an answer is very possible. It's uh, obtainable. Yeah. And um, 
you know, you can achieve, you can get the answers um, for the problems that you're having. Um, you can come up with different solutions. There's, there's not only one answer to a problem, there's many. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that is a good place to stop for our episode number 17 on believing every problem has a creative solution. We've given you some some really good things, I think, to think about. <laughs> if you have any questions about what we talked about or you want to give us your ideas and opinions, you can reach out to us anytime by a couple of ways. There are show notes to this episode at ibgr.network. Go over to resources and in the drop down, find show notes. And you are looking for creative thinking with Donna and Landina in building success habits. And so you can put a comment in our show notes or you can click the orange question mark and ask a question. We'd love to have conversations around this topic or if you're interested in coaching. And this is uh, us signing off now. We'll be back shortly for episode number 18.